get promos and discounts from Filipino startups. Check out our partners at the description. Supafaya is a marketplace where consumers can buy and sell authentic collectibles. Supafaya verifies each item in facility transactions with a secure, easy checkout and delivery process. Supafaya initially focuses on a curated selection of trending sought-after sneakers and will soon expand to more categories. Owen Quales is founder at Supafaya. So hello, Owen. Welcome to Startup Podcast. We're very happy to have you. Hello, Jenny. Thank you so much. And hello to everyone watching. Yes, I'm actually very excited now to learn more about you and Supafaya. So uh, it's like a platform for sneakers, but I think you're also expanding to more categories. So ano nga ba ang Supafaya? I'll have you tell more about it, Owen. Yeah, so Superfire is, uh, like what you said, is a marketplace for collectibles. But we really see ourselves as a stock market for physical things. So essentially, we allow users to buy, sell, trade, and invest in physical things like sneakers, collectibles, watches, apparel, and more, just like how you would in a stock market. Oh, that's interesting. Biglang naging interesting. Hmm. So, no, so I have to say din ano, na ang Subafaya is actually a part of the cohort ng Founders Launchpad. And I think no unang, you can tell me more about this later. Ano, pero yung unang description ni Subafaya is like a marketplace for a curated selection of sneakers. Actually, parang you're starting with sneakers. Eh. So maybe ayun din yung story ni Subafaya as a startup. You started with sneakers and then like to a larger marketplace and now yung stock market um idea nito yung concept na ito na but ayun nga susundan natin yung story para din mas ma-appreciate ng ating mga listeners yung story behind Subafaya so simulan natin sa sneakers and Subafaya being a marketplace for collectibles ano so tell me more about sneakers ako kasi actually to be honest wala akong sneakers um I'm not like into collecting shoes ano. Uh, meron lang ako parang dalawang pairs of shoes ano. Rubber shoes actually for running. Pero can you tell about this niche? Can you tell more about sneakers like this collectibles and yung community? This is actually a big community. I know actually na malaming taong nagko-collect ng sneakers, nagko-collect ng gandong klaseng collectibles. And how about you? Are you also a sneakers collector? So can you give a picture na about like this community and the sneakers world kumbaga? Okay. <laughs> I mean, thank you so much. I guess let's break it down a bit. So with regards to sneakers muna I guess why we're approaching it this way as a stock market for things is because um, if you look at sneakers as an asset class or like an industry, right, there are two sides. So first of all, there are general releases, uh, meaning to say these are sneakers na may sobrang daming supply. Essentially, you can buy them in malls, diba? But then um, the second part there is that there are sneakers which are limited releases. So essentially, may limited lang na value, diba? I mean, may limited na amount. So, I mean, as economics would put it, diba? if there's a low amount of supply, there's a big amount of demand. There's a secondary market to cater to these things. Diba? Yes. Yeah. So I guess that's where we're really positioning ourselves in. We're really catering towards yung limited release na sneakers, wherein the Philippines has to have its own stock market for physical things. Because other countries already have their own. But the pricing varies country per country, and that's why um, we're establishing like the Philippines' own stock market for things. Yes, actually, gets gets gets. Uh, it's like a market for collectibles, ano? I mean, like in the Web3 space, there's a market for NFTs. I mean, some NFTs are like collectibles, and mm. actually, very right, po lang na merong market for physical collectibles. And actually, mas tao na pang ayon mga taong. I mean, sobrang tagal na na may mga taong ng sneakers. 
And as in, you said, meron mga limited edition collectibles. And itong mga sneakers na to, umaangat yung pressure niya kasi minsan, siya na lang yung may ganong klase sneakers or onting tao lang yung may ganong sneakers. And it's parang, ano no, like, yung stock market version nito, it's parang, sometimes you can buy low and sell high. So, can you share more, ano, can you expand more on that, on the Superfaya marketplace? So, how exactly does the marketplace work? How exactly does the platform work? For example, ako, how can I buy a pair of sneakers there and how can I sell and can I see the prices ba? How can I negotiate the prices? Etc. Etc. So, can you tell lang parang how this platform works? Right. So, actually, our marketplace functions the same way as a traditional marketplace, right? So, you can buy and sell the same way like you would in another marketplace. But I guess what makes us different is that we added an extra layer for collectors turned investors. So, essentially, we have those, right? So, when you go to the stock market, may mga price stickers siya. So, parang may, um, let's say, 5% increase today or like minus 3% decrease from yeah, the value yeah. today. <laughs> we added those features and we also oh. have chart and bids and asks. So you'd oh. be able to see yung historical value nung isang sneaker and oh. then you'd be able to place bids. So let's say I want, let's say, the Jordan 1 Startup PH podcast collaboration, right? <laughs> if I want that, I can place a bid for, let's say, uh, I, I'm only interested in buying it for 10000 right? So I can place a bid for 10000 and it's up to a seller if they want to send it to you at 10000 yeah. Okay, amazing. So it's really like a stock market. Ano? I mean, that's how actually a stock market works. Yung may bid, may selling price, and then may bidding price. And then nag-meet up siya minsan sa gitna. Um, but with the stock market na parang very big, no? Ang dami kasing mga tao, ang dami forces, kaya medyo mas mabilis nag-meet sa gitna. Yeah. I'm imagining ang difference somehow ni sneakers market, ni collectibles market. Correct if I'm wrong, um, Owen. First, yung volume na mga taon, siguro, I think, medyo less naman talaga compared like with the traditional stock market. And second, hindi ba parang madaming sneakers? So, lahat ng bawat kind, ng bawat type or bawat edition ng sneakers ay may sariling price? Or is this by item ba? Or is this by type nga, by version or something? Maya, can you tell me more about that? Yeah, so, actually, each specific sneaker has its own price. Oh. And so, it's really like a stock market. Uh, what's even more interesting about this actually is the reason why it's so interesting asset class is because this asset class, you don't really need the technical knowledge to be able to buy and sell. That's why the community, I guess tying to your first question, that's why the community when it comes to sneakers or collectibles is so diverse, diba? You don't need to have technical analysis, fundamental analysis, or other technicalities, diba? With the sneakers, anyone can buy and sell. So you'd be able to see mga uh, 15-year-old na nag-hustle and you're going to be able to see like people who are working and then side hobbies, side interests lang nila to buy and sell sneakers. And so I guess that's one of the interesting things na we see with this quote-unquote asset class is that yun niya, you don't need the technical knowledge as opposed to others na you kind of do. I mean, I come from an equities and venture capital background, so I think I'm fairly knowledgeable in that area. But what I'm saying is, this industry is like way more beginner friendly. Parang naita namin siya na essentially gateway uh, before you um, step into those more complex things. Because when you buy and sell sneakers, physical things, at the end of the day, let's say if boom, buying price, at the end of the day, you can still wear them, right? 
Yeah. I guess that's the, one of the biggest benefits. Actually, yeah, buti minention mo yung term na asset class ano. Come to think of it, I comparing lang to other kumbaga assets like maybe some commodities, gold, silver or mga uh, wood, whatever and then currency, Philippine peso, USD or even cryptocurrency. Um, you see sneakers for example, a very basic utility siya, pwede mo siyang suotin, ano, pwede mo siyang ipanglakad, ipanglabas. And second, yung supply and demand, so of course yung factor noon, especially for collectors. And third actually, may parang ano rin dito, may factor din ng Some sneakers may be parang in the demand side. I'm not sure with the term kasi with sneakers parang yung aesthetic value niya or yung beauty value niya or yung rarity value niya maybe ano. Yeah. So, yun yung mga factors na to na magbago-bago ng prices niya. And ito yung mga dapat malaman ng mga taong willing to kumbaga to hustle dito sa marketplace na ito. Itong mga medyo ba yung analysis niya hindi ito parang with gold or with, with silver yeah. or even with other things ano, or even with currency. So, it's a different point of view na kailangan alam ng tao. So, maybe ako, medyo onti lang kasi alam ko sneakers, but maybe I have to learn more about, ano, paano ba binabalo ng ibang tao yung sneakers na yan? Like, ano kaya yung mafoforsi ko na aangat yung price in the future or something? Now, dun sa description ninyo, meron ding item verification, eh, dumatay sa item verification. So, actually, true din ito, no? I mean, just a side comment lang. Gusto ko sa yung mga class A, mga, uh, I'm not sure with my turn, ano, pero, How do you kumbaga guarantee din yung originality ng mga items na, na kay Supafaya? Yeah. And so, thank you for that. And I guess a uh, short background lang around uh, item verification. I guess since we're trying to operate like a stock market, diba, it doesn't make sense naman, for example, bumalik ka sa stock market ng PLDT, tapos yung na-receive mo pala is fake PLDT <laughs> shares, right? So, I guess this is where we start to act like a stock market talaga. Wherein, when you buy an item through us, we authenticate every item through our 50 data point authentication system. And so, when you buy an item, you're sure that what you're receiving is authentic. So, yeah. And by the way, for the buyer, so anyone can buy, right? How about for the seller? So, can anyone like put their sneakers, their collectible, their item there in the marketplace? Parang anyone can first be the sellers. Anyone can post there. Anyone can. Like register their item kay Supafaya to be traded in the market. And second, can anyone buy or do they have to make an account? Do they have to undergo some verification, some KYC, for example? So can you tell lang ano, abin, paano ba mag-participate ang mga tao dito sa marketplace na ito? Yeah. So when you buy on Supafaya, you have to undergo like a very basic KYC process. Mainly because <laughs> we have to know kung saan namin papadala yung sneakers. Ah, <laughs> 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 And then for sellers, what we try to do is make it as frictionless as possible. So even if you don't do KYCs as a start, as a seller, you're able to put up one active listing at a time. But then if you want to increase that to more amounts, then you have to undergo uh, a more stringent KYC um, process. Yeah. Mm, I see. And by the way, so hindi kayo nagkikip ng inventory kay Supafaya or nasa yung inventory? Or is this like, The seller, if the inventory they sell, pag may bibili, sila magpapadala doon sa buyer? Or does it have to go through Supafaya? <laughs> Curious lang din. <laughs> yeah. So, all the items have to go through Supafaya. Kasi there are certain things na we can't authenticate through picture lang or through phone. So, true, we have true. to do the extra uh, work of actually uh, manually inspecting the item. So, they will have to go through Supafaya first. Yeah. Okay. Now, it all makes sense. 
Actually, ang, I have to say na ang first of all, ang ganda ng idea na like putting the stock market concept into this kind of collectible sneakers. I Hindi mean, ako sure kung sa ibang collectibles ba, meron na rin ganitong stock market type or ganitong klaseng platform sa Pilipinas. Maybe sa ibang bansa meron. I'm not sure sa Philippines. Second, true yung sinabi mo no, na if it can also be like a hazard. It can also be like a way to trade and to quote, I mean, kumbaga to earn some money for yourself. Especially if natutunan mo na yung skills, natutunan mo na yung, yung galawan kumbaga dito sa market na ito. Ayun, trust lang pala, ano? Supafaya. Saan galing ang name na Supafaya? <laughs> I think it's very interesting then. <laughs> Great. Um, super fire really came from the two words super and fire. <laughs> so super fire. But we tried to make it more simpler by removing the R's and essentially just yeah. making it super fire. Pero parang mas <laughs> nakakonfuse yung mga tao ngayon kasi now they actually call us super fire. Like the fruit. <laughs> parang it, oh nga no, mali pala to put a P and then an F later but you know we we're trying to retain the man the super fire aspect the super fire aspect super fire but actually i like the name ano para siyang makita mo yung ano yung parang hip kumbaga yung hipness no dun sa name with the way you played with the letters <laughs> and let's go sa ilang stories behind super fire so yun pala ang story behind the name super fire pero so super fire ano is a uh, stock market type nga of a marketplace for collectibles for sneakers pero let's go kumbaga yung timeline nito i mean yung chronological nito kasi marami sa mga nakikinig ang very interested sa kung paano nga ba mag-start mismo as a person as someone who maybe graduated from college or even as a college pa lang and thought of an idea or maybe nag-work and then quit their work and went to building their own startup so can you share some of your background and paano talaga nagsimula si Superfaya. Paano? Kasi eh, hindi madali eh. Hindi madali gumawa ng startup. You know that, of course. So, right. can you tell about that stories? <laughs> yeah. So, well, I guess it really all started in college. In college, I guess first year college, I got, okay, so short background before that, my college course was political science. So, sobrang off talaga, not technical, diba? no business, ganun. More of parang, how governments lead and stuff, right? But in first year college, I really got interested in investing in equities. So, yun, um, that's pretty much what started it. I realized first year college na I was pretty good at it. Relatively. I joined some competitions from oh. um, Investagrams. So, really. Ah, wow. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. Investagram. <laughs> That was, I placed in the top 10 into oh, competitions. Wow. So I was like, oh, wait, you know what? Maybe this is something that I could do. So, yun, second year now, when I really realized my passion for it, na, wow, I really want to do this full time. I want to trade equities. Ganun. But I realized, yun, yeah, marami ng sunk cost. I already spent two years in UP, UP <laughs> political <laughs> science, diba? And you know how difficult it is naman with the UP system. Ayoko na madali uh, kasi dami na sunk cost. So, what I did na lang was I pursued it, political science, during the day. But I went for the things that I really wanted to do during my free time. So, mm-hmm. as you could imagine, mga third year, third year Paul said I was reviewing na for law school because my parents wanted me to take law. At Sundays, I would be in law school review. 
in Saturdays, I took a course. It's called the Certified Security Specialist Course. Oh. And then, so during the day, so weekday, I had yung ACADS ko. And said nights, the weeknights, I studied programming. So I guess that's where it really all started. Na parang, I really tried to make myself like a Swiss knife for of all of these skill sets. And then straight out of college, I worked for a local brokerage firm in Manila. So they're under the PSE. And that's where I really got into the fundamentals of equities. And Ever since naman, I've been always a sneakerhead. So what I'm doing lang talaga now is combining those two passions that I really like. So equities and sneakers and doing it now into one thing, Superfaya. So yeah, like I guess it's really just combining the two passions that I really like. But it's actually amazing and it's actually inspiring. Ano? I mean, it's very fortunate for you then na First of all, you have the hassle. Imagine that life ano, when you were in college and when you're on to graduation. Na, weekdays, uh, ACADs, weeknights, you do a hassle. And then weekends, you also do other hassles. And then, ang galing actually na napaghalo mo si equity trading, something that you like and something that you maybe excel in. Sabi nga nila, alam mo yung ikigay, yung concept ng ikigay. Ano? Uh, yung love for sneakers, yung kumbaga hobby, yung passion for sneakers into one thing. Ngayon, I want to ask lang din, and bigla ako na curious, kasi ako rin mismo dati, actually, ako rin nung college ako, nag-try ako mag-trade ng equity, pero hindi ako magaling. Hindi ako nananalo sa competitions. <laughs> I mean, is it directly translatable? Uh, ang equities kasi, equities trading, for example, you can buy, for example, stocks of JFC, um, Jollibee Foods Corporation. And si JFC kasi, sila din yung, pwede sila mag, may two ways on how you earn in investing in equities, di ba? Either you buy low, sell high, tsaka yung dividends. Kumbaga, equities have that quote-unquote utility. They can give you money if they perform well. I think si ang difference medyo sa sneakers or sa collectibles is walang dividends. Hindi naman gumagalo by itself yung sneakers. Right. Ano. Pero can you give us advice lang? Ano? First, advice on uh, siguro onting tips lang din or onting knowledge na you're very young din eh, pero you're excelling in equity trading. Ano. So parang Maybe onting advice lang or onting tips on how to trade this kind of stuff. Baka rin yung mga interested mag-hustle sa Superfaya, baka may mapulot silang mga pieces of knowledge. And second, ayun nga, so what are your thoughts on like the difference between the equity market maybe and like the sneakers or the collectibles market? Yeah, so let's see. The first part of that question is, so when it comes to equity trading, Yeah, okay. So, so equity trading, wait, I'm trying to formulate it properly. Let's see. Yeah, when it comes to equity trading, because I guess the competitions back then were short lang in time frame. So it mainly relied on technical analysis, uh, which, you know, depending on who you ask, could be, uh, you know, magic or something. Depending on who you ask, like, wala naman technical yeah, analysis yeah. or something, right? could just be like psychology. But mm-hmm. in terms of that time frame, it's based lang talaga on technical analysis and maybe a bit of fundamentals. So what I did was yun yeah, fundamentals to basically screen out what's good and what's not. And then I use technical analysis, the shorter time frames, right? But I don't know, you know, I'm not that much of an expert in that area, uh, I guess. There are a lot of people way better than me, so maybe they might be more qualified to give 
advice, right? But as for the differences between the sneaker market and the stock market, I guess the biggest one is what I mentioned, yeah, is that when it comes to sneakers and collectibles, you don't need the technical knowledge to be able to buy and sell into these things. And unlike the stock market, well ashang IPOs pa for now, although I'll be able to introduce yeah, it later. Yeah. There are no IPOs for now. Uh, basically when you buy yung form lang talaga ng IPO right now when it comes to sneakers is sa Nike app. So they really go a new they, item. Uh pinaparaffle nila actually. So kung ah, tala- uh, ah. yeah. So may bagong release kunwari, let's say the Jordan 1 Superfire collaboration, right? What they do is that they put it up sa Nike, magsa-sign up ka lang using your email, phone number and everything. And then after a week siguro, you're going to receive an email. Basically, if napili ka, that's like 200% again from your initial investment. Pag hindi ka napili, then, you know, no loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's basically how it works. Yun yung form ng IPO sa sneaker market. Oh. Oh. And it's actually interesting, ano, kasi itong si IPO, sige, i-ano natin ng onti, explode natin ng onti para sa mga nakikinig. So, si IPO, so, some company na maybe nakapag-expand na or lumaki-laki na yung and pasok na siya sa regulations to be publicly traded, they can offer IPO. So, yun yung parang initial sharing, na, initial release ng public shares ng public stocks para matrade nga kay Philippine Stock Exchange, for example. And actually, malaming cases, actually, iba-iba, hindi ko pangalan alam kung paano siya nag-work. I mean, in a technical analysis way, in that perspective na sometimes you will buy an IPO for, let's say, 10 pesos per share, for example. Bibili mo siya before i-release. Pwede ka mag, kumbaga mag-subscribe, di ba? So, bibili ka ng number of shares for 10 pesos. And then, yung first day niya of public sharing, very wild, eh, di ba? May mga ibang right. umaangat ng marami. May mga ibang baraba ng marami. So, may pagka... Siyempre, may analysis doon. May actually, may, may information gathering. May pagka-luck. Then, somehow, may pagka-wild guesses din somehow. Pero, ayun na. So, Ang daming, si maraming difference. Actually, maraming, when you think of it, maraming difference kay equity market tsaka kay collectibles market. Pero at the end of the day, it all comes down, I think, sa, first of all, sa knowledge within the community, knowledge about the sneakers world, knowledge din about sa pag-release ni Nike, for example, or ng brands okay. ng mga sneakers, ng mga new versions. Pero I think, marami pong pwedeng, marami pong pagay na kailangan ano, i-consider dito. Yeah. Actually, um, if I may qualify it a bit further, right? What you see here na parang asset class isn't really new, diba? It's just taking a different form now. Kasi mm. you can see it before. For example, our parents, diba? Our parents were super into jewelry, diba? Yeah, so, jewelry. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They were super into jewelry. And so that's what they really liked buying before. And that's what they kept as investments one way or another. But what we're seeing now is that this new generation, the younger generation, they're treating this as their new jewelry. So, yun, it's not really new. It's more of it's taking yeah. lang, taking form lang in another a new form. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Actually, my jewelry. Na, actually, may ibang jewelry dito yung nanay ko. Na actually galing pa sa lola ko. Na yeah. <laughs> namin years na nung kinikip nila and. Maybe nga nag-appreciate na ng madami yung value nito. So I think ganun din when it comes to sneakers. Ano, you can keep it for a long time and maybe after a long time mag-appreciate na yung kanyang price based nga sa maybe sa limited supply or sa demand. Maybe baka biglang sumikat si Jordan, for example, pa ng mountains ng maraming magnitude. So aangat palala yung price niya. Right, right. 
Yeah. So let's go naman sa ano no. So after making the platform, after making Superfaya, actually recently you joined Founders Launchpad. It's one of the newest accelerator programs sa Pilipinas. Can you share firstly how did you know about the program? And second, what did you experience dito sa program na to? And like what did you learn? How did they help you? And third, kamusta ang demo day? So kamusta ang pag-pitch? <laughs> Great. So how I found out about Founders Launchpad, pretty much the same way as everyone else did. I found it lang through the Startup PH Facebook group. Someone posted, I forgot who, but someone posted and I guess that's where I sent the application. I wasn't expecting much. Honestly, I didn't even expect to get in. But Destiny had other plans and so we were able to get in. And then... In terms of the program itself, I guess what I could definitely say was different or what really helped us is I think oh, I founders already know this and maybe I'll put it in an analogy right, on how an incubator or accelerator could help. So Reed Hoffman always says parang, building a startup is like jumping off a cliff and then building a rocket on the way down. Right. As an outsider from the startup, as an outsider before you start a fa- uh, startup, you'd think na yung phrase na yun is based lang on the risk appetite or yung bravery mo or yung will mo to actually commit to the work. Diba? That's what I thought. Na parang, ah, matapang ako, I can do it. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, what anyone else says, I can do it. So I'm willing to take that jump, right? But what they don't tell you is that when you make that jump, sobrang chaos talaga. Parang when you're building the rocket, there's so much debris, so much other pieces out there, na hindi talaga fit sa rocket mo. But you're trying to piece it together, right? It doesn't fit your rocket. Sometimes ano siya, It could be detrimental to your rocket. It could cause it to explode. Pero you're trying to fit it in. So while you're falling down, you're actually, there are no like instructions or anything. You don't know which pieces fit together. So what Founders Launchpad really does is they give you some parts to build your baby rocket. So they build your mini rocket and they give you an instruction as to how other people did it back then. So yeah, from an outsider's perspective, it may seem na parang, oh, they're taking like 10% or like uh, they're taking a good amount of my company. But I don't think people should look at it that way because the value that incubators or accelerators bring is super, super helpful when it comes to building a startup. And I guess the biggest value, and ito, I'm not going to sugarcoat it anymore, guys, to all the people who are listening. The biggest value targa na you can get out of this is yung the founders that you're gonna be building with. Cause during the accelerator, I had the best opportunity, the greatest opportunity to be with some of the best founders in the country. Targa. And it's a really different perspective when there are other people like you who are or who are even better than you. And you're just in this great position wherein you're just soaking all the information soaking all the learnings and to be honest with you some of the best learnings that i got 
wasn't even from the accelerator itself or from the speakers, but from the founders mismo within the accelerator. So, you know, with that, talaga, I think um, for those who are listening, don't join for the money. Don't join for the prestige. Um, join for the connections and the founders that you're really going to build it with because it's really, really different. Talaga. Yeah, so actually, yeah, um, the founders launch pa no? so very first cohort niya, uh, just this year, 2023. And then there are six startups in this cohort. And actually, I interviewed already five of, oh yeah, five of you. So, may isa lang ako hindi na-interview. And actually, nasabi nga nila na, for example, two of them, they actually are customers of each other. Hindi customers, eh, pero parang they work together. Um, They synergize, kumbaga, yung kailangan ng isang startup ay nandun sa isang startup. And they actually grow together kasi they can communicate and they can, kumbaga, they form a partnership there. Ano? So, it's true, ano, na joining this kind of programs, you also learn from the cohort itself. So, masaya din na parang merong class, parang merong group. Sama-sama kayo na, kumbaga, nagbibuild. How about the demo day? Kamusta ang demo day? And then, when you were in the demo day, parang what really was on your mind? Parang are you looking for investors ba? Or are you looking to widen the reach of the marketplace? How did you see that day? Yeah. For Superfire, it was a bit different. Because for us, we already had investors even prior to joining the accelerator. I guess the demo day was a culmination along of everything that you've really worked hard for. And to be honest with you, for me, it was super scary. Because like you're giving a pitch to like i think 200 300 different people na who are all smart in their own industries and they can all see what you're working on and i mean your thought talaga as a startup founder is like oh i'm doing something wrong i mean i'm not doing as well as everybody else but for me it was a way na lang to really culminate and like be proud of what i worked on and what we worked on as a team and so Actually, in demo day, um, naka error pa yung presentation, so <laughs> I had to really present from basically oh. from voice. <laughs> it was a bit. I mean, it's easy to get distracted, uh, But I guess what I planned then at that time was to really try to relay as much information as I can during that time. Yeah, and it's like a showcase, nga, ano, showcase of what you became. From the accelerator program and showcase itself of Superfaya as, as something that you can offer to the Filipino people or to the market. Yeah, so future plans. So, what do you plan ahead for Superfaya? So, you mentioned that maybe aside from sneakers, you will also expand to other categories of collectibles. So, meron bang mga hints jan or mga ano pa ibang collectibles ang pwede kayang, what do you think no, na pwede kayang i trade or i invest kumbaga, especially with the help of the Superfaya platform? So, ano ba ba ang mga Right. So one of our next biggest features actually is IPOs, right? We're a stock market for things. I think it's time now we really act like a stock market for things. So the idea with this is parang open sea, but for physical things. So if you're a digital artist or if you're an artist mismo, reach out to us we're looking uh, we already have a lineup of different group of artists and clothing lines and different uh, apparel we're going to be ipoing them the coming months 
So if you know there are other artists out there who are interested, I mean, you already have your digital aspect, right? Why not uh, produce the physical aspect with Superfire? So you your next namin, mainly the IPO portion of the stock market. And now that you said it, no, maybe mag-share lang ng idea. Kasi hindi lang naman sneakers nga limited edition apparel or limited edition cups. So, pwede lang palang ganito yung as long as collectibles and as long as kumbaga same dynamics dun sa kumbaga sneakers na that kind of collectibles ay pwede nga i-trade and i-invest dito sa platform ni Supafaya. So, yeah, uh, maraming maraming salamat Owen for this conversation. And by the way, if our listeners want to know more about Supafaya or maybe they want to check out the platform, maybe they want to go to the website. So, Maybe you can share ano, yung website or maybe some of the ways where they can contact you or where they can send you a message if they want to talk with you, if they want to learn more. Yeah, so um, if you're looking for sneakers or any other collectibles, you can visit our website. It's at www.supafaya.com. If you're interested in joining Founders Launchpad, have suggestions with regards to the website, or want to join Supafaya, then uh, you know my email is always open. It's owen at superfire.com. Also, if you're a digital artist, uh, if there's any chance that there are artists out there, please give me a ping. We'd love to work with you guys. Uh, and in general, if you guys just want to talk, you guys can ping me up on WhatsApp as well. So my number is uh, plus 63-917-545-6259. I also put those links and those details below. Ano. So actually, very interesting ito magpasok pa ng more digital artists kay Superfire. Actually, I think it's very interesting and, and it's also very enriching for the Filipino people kasi ang daming artists truly ng Pilipinas. So this yeah. can actually be a brighter future pa for Superfire and actually for many talented Filipino people na mas mabibigyan pa ng opportunity. So maraming maraming salamat Owen for what you're doing and salamat for sharing about Superfire. Thank you. Thank you so much, Johnny. Appreciate it. Bye guys. Amat. Thank you very much to our 33 patrons. This episode is super powered by Asplex PH Academy, our official e-learning partner. Get certifications on Litig Sigma, product management, data science, and many more. One CFO, CFO services, bookkeeping in tax, and payroll processing for startups and small businesses. Divico Technologies, IT solutions specializing in software development, blockchain, smart contract, digital wallet, decentralized applications, and cybersecurity. Tuala, the next evolution of digital trust. Privacy-focused, seamless digital experience for sharing identity information across Web2 and Web3 ecosystems. Divas, Web3 microblogging app promoting freedom of speech and content ownership. Benjoy's food product, the home of premium bacon ends, Tapa and Tosino. And Space Cebu, the biggest branch in the Philippines. Global co-working space, meeting rooms and private offices for startups, digital nomads and freelancers. Looking for, buy and set online with Ticulado Severs. NutriCoach, the all-in-one productivity tool for dietitians and nutritionists. And Podify Team, podcast launch, production, editing, and management company helping to increase podcasters' efficiency. This episode is powered by Uplift Code Camp, Series MD, Board Prep, Pareto Consulting, Zales, and Packetworks. Please support the podcast through the links in the description. Mm-hmm.